Hi, my name is Caspian. Hi, my name is Caspian. Say it normal. Hi, my name is Caspian. And you're listening to... And you're listening to the Geeks Podcast. The Geeks Under Grace Podcast. Uh, the Geeks Under Grace Podcast. <laughs> What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to the Geeks Under Grace Podcast. My name's Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. What's up? And Shelly Walter. Avengers Assemble! <laughs> so Marvel. Is there, there's a reason now, right, that you're you're all Avengers all of a sudden? Uh, yeah, so before spring break, my friend kept talking to me about... Uh, well, I, I kept telling my friend all about all the Marvel movies I haven't seen yet, all the important ones... Uh, such as Winter Soldier, the second Thor movie, um, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are kind of the top three. Mm-hmm. Um, but so my so my friend owns all these movies, and she's just like, "Hey, so spring break, we're gonna watch all of them." So that's what we're doing. So yesterday we Very watched cool. Winter Soldier, which was amazing. I mm-hmm. really really liked it much better than the first one. I didn't even like the first one, honestly. Um, Not a lot of people did. I feel like I don't know. I don't know what. It was, but it just... I don't know. It doesn't really matter that much. Uh, second was great, though. And then this morning, we watched the second Thor movie, which I thought was a lot better than the first one, because I also didn't like the first Thor movie. And okay. then we watched Age of Ultron, which I had already seen before, but my friends haven't. So Joe's shaking his head. You don't appreciate <laughs> hero backstories. I'm sorry that you're such a... I like rude. hero backstories. I just didn't think they were very good movies. Origins are overused. Yeah, You've got, basically. You realize that they're setting up an empire here. I mean... <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to watch... I suppose you're not going to like Ant-Man either. Oh, it'll probably be fine. I don't know. <laughs> Ant-Man... I mean, it's kind of a backstory, but really, there's already been an Ant-Man for years, so... There's been all of these heroes for years. The Avengers have been around, man. No, I mean, in the movie itself, Ant-Man was already an established character. And now you're taking the second, you're getting the second mantle. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's kind of that. Watching Galax, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy tonight. And it's just, it's, because we, we obviously watch the end scenes all the time. But there's like, there's all these references I'm picking up that I didn't pick up before. References to other movies, I mean. Then obviously <laughs> the end scene, um ed scenes at the end of each one are always hinting at other movies and i didn't actually think that guardians of the galaxy was actually that closely connected to anything in sort of the avengers world i mean obviously they're in the same universe but i mm. didn't really think they were as closely connected but then you sort of realize that they are and i don't know it's so slightly mind-blowing so i'm just super fascinated by it at the moment and i'm really excited to watch guardians of the galaxy and see how they tie up with everything else um so yeah, uh, that's been really great. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> I've been fortunate to watch every single one in theater. I almost didn't oh, watch wow. Hulk. I caught the Hulk at a dollar theater. So like, they have these things called dollar theaters or whatever you want to call them, where they make the yeah. movie, um, put the movie out like three months after it comes out. And so I watched it there. Um, just I don't even remember why. Cause You're talking about the Edward Norton Hulk? Yeah. Yep. That was a really good movie. I loved it. I was really disappointed that they didn't have Edward Norton playing the Hulk in the Avengers. Yeah, I was really mad that I found Mark out, Ruffalo. but I was very happy with Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. Mark Ruffalo I do did like a good Mark job. Ruffalo. It's still... Edward yeah. Norton, man. Yeah. Yeah, Edward Norton was great. 
I feel good. like he does a better Bruce Banner. Uh, the Mark Ruffalo does. I think that very nervous tick that he had. Edward yeah. Norton seemed on edge, I guess. But he seemed more paranoid. Whereas Mark Ruffalo looks like he's just like crawling out of his skin trying not to mess up. Yeah. yeah. That's true. There were just little ticks he had. Little things that he did that you were like, he's really freaked out and really worried that he's up on a submarine flying in the air. I just, I like, I like Nord, Norton's character better. Yeah. Personally. He was good. I was really mad when I found out he wasn't going to be in it. Uh, I would love to see Edward Norton and Robert Downey Jr. interact as Banner and Iron Man. Mm, that yeah. would be cool. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's how about you, Joe? What's got you geeking out this week? Oh, well, I've I've been busy this week. I have hit the end game in the division level thirty, and I'm okay. Dark Zone level twenty three. My buddy's probably already hit thirty and playing presently while we record this. My brother, <laughs> we also got up to level thirty this weekend, and he's probably also playing this as we speak. <laughs> so, uh, we we are at the end game content now. We're doing Dark Zone stuff, and then. Uh, we haven't really gone back and done any of the daily challenges. Okay. But, you know, they've already announced there's an incursion coming out. I think going to be free of charge. I bought the season pass for the game, and I'm stoked to see what they throw down the pipe because I've enjoyed all of that. I've been going back and collecting all the intel, and there are like 220 pieces of intel scattered around the world. But I, this is a game that I legitimately want to earn that 100% in, and I don't find games like that very often. Yeah. Um, my review of that is up on the site for those that are curious in checking that out. Go check it out. Also this week, uh, I got into Paragon. I bought the Founders Pack. Okay. And So it is, for those that are curious, um, it is like Dota, but it is, from a third-person perspective, kind of like Smite. But it plays more like Dota to me. Um, they're currently only... 15 playable characters, I think, but they've said that they want to get up to like 39, 38 or 39 when the game's fully released and everything. And uh, I spent maybe two, three hours this weekend playing that. I know a couple of our other MOBA guys on the team have played it. Jamie Rice, he's a huge MOBA guy, played it. LJ's been playing a little bit of it as well. And uh, I think cool. pretty positive first impression overall. Something I think they did that was really smart is that if you buy the game on one platform and you you hook up your uh, Epic Games account to your PlayStation account, you can mm -hmm. play the game on both PlayStation and PC, and your okay. progress carries between the two. So that's cool. Everything you do is going to work on both platforms. I think that's cross platform stuff is getting crazy. It's <laughs> it's the way to go. I, I <laughs> the future I, I is now. It makes it even more so that the the first party exclusives are really the only distinguishing factor. The the closer we get to that singularity. Right. Uh, also, this week I started watching Daredevil season two that came out. That was released Friday. How far in are you? I've only watched the first two episodes. Okay, so we don't we're not going to be very detailed then because I'm only an episode in as well. Okay, uh, I have. Seen some of the stuff the villain does this time around. <laughs> uh, you've you've started to see some cracks in the armor of the main hero as well. At the mm -hmm. point that I'm at, I'm sure there are people that have probably already finished this because 
binge watching is a thing. I I had right. in over the weekend, so I watched a couple episodes at night when we were kind of mellowing out from everything else. Mm-hmm. But I I think it's starting off very strong. I thought Fisk was a particularly awkward and weak villain in my own okay. on my own. Uh, I think Punisher is going to be he, he's a way better villain to me than Fisk is. Definitely. From the first episode, better. I feel like <laughs> Fisk has done a really good job of setting up the world, though. Uh, you've got all of these different gangs trying to take his place, and that gives you such a good reason for the Punisher to all of a sudden arise. Um, I haven't got to see him much, because I'm only an episode in. I don't know what the craze is about. Everyone was like, that first episode's amazing. And I'm like, I know the show's going to be awesome, because I love Daredevil so far. But this first episode didn't th- like throw me for a loop by any means. It was a great setup episode. Well, my buddy that came in and visited me, he stayed up way later than me because he was getting away from family for the weekend. It's <laughs> like he's like, I don't have wife, I don't have kids this weekend, so I, I was crashing at like three o'clock Friday night, <laughs> and and I woke up about ten, and he was like, "Dude, I went to bed at six thirty. He was like, "Who are you? <laughs> like, that's ridiculous." What are you doing? No. Me going to bed at three is ridiculous. You going to bed at six thirty is even—that's uh, just stupid. That's just—you <laughs> can't even go to bed at that point. That's just taking a nap early in the morning. Yeah, right. He 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 spent all weekend long playing Ark. That uh. Oh yeah. Ark survival. Ark survival evolved. Yeah, that's totally his jam. He probably spent forty-five hours this weekend playing that wow. at my place. But. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, Cody and I got to spend a little time duking it out in some poking tournament this weekend. Yeah. What did you think of it? Segment all in itself. What have you thought so far? So far, I really enjoy it. Uh, I have a couple of small complaints, but it's it's got me smiling ear to ear the whole time I play. Um, okay. I think that the the character lineup is a bit awkward. Mm-hmm. There are 15, I guess, 16 characters, including Mewtwo, which I've heard is in the game. And they seem yeah. very random. They yeah, I remember when seem... they I remember when they were coming out with the um, the Pokemon, releasing every Pokemon, and it just seemed very... A lot of them seemed awkward to me. It seemed very you random. Suicune in there. So you're random legendary. Yeah, yeah. Suicune. Nobody and, really I mean, cared about Pikachu it. Pikachu makes sense. Blaziken makes sense. Lucario makes sense. Then you have like Sceptile, and you have uh, that one chandelier Pokemon. I don't even remember the name. That's of the it. weirdest I think that's the one. name of it. Yeah, chandelier. Chandelier, yeah, and uh, you have Weavile, which is like cool, but like very random. Like you wouldn't mm-hmm. think about Weavile. Like who remembers Weavile? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what, who else is there. But the the most awkward thing in the whole lineup to me is that there are two versions of Pikachu. Yeah, that too. And they're yeah, different the, characters. They have different tails. There are 700 Pokemon right now. And you put Pikachu in there two twice? Pikachu, though. Well, the Lucha, or Libre, Pikachu Libre, is uh, from the Ruby and, the new Ruby and Sapphire remix. So that was like their way of calling back to that. You probably were, could have had Pikachu have an alternate costume would have been smarter, probably. That would have been yeah, smart. Yeah, that's, yeah. To be fair, uh, I think they play a little differently. They do. One's meant for speed, and the other one is standard, whatever that means. Uh, yeah. They all have their different fighting styles. Charizard is power. I think they're standard, speed, power, and technical. technical? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, it's it's kind of weird. You have a field phase where you're kind of running around this big open arena, and then when you hit somebody hard enough, it's kind of what it seems like, right, Cody? There's there's a yeah. way it transitions into what they call the battle phase, like it's which battle turns phase. it into a 2D fighter at that point. Yeah. Interesting. But it's you can totally strange. combo off and... There are throws and counters and and supers yeah. and I've seen there are counters I've seen some but I didn't know because I didn't play the <laughs> tutorial. <laughs> that tutorial. Uh, we were just talking about it a little bit ago before the show. Yeah. The tutorial is about an hour long. It's wow. a long oh, wow. tutorial, but because of that, I would have to say that that this is a more fully featured game than Street Fighter Five currently is. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> um. And, and there's supposed to be a major content patch drop for Street Fighter V. That's why I haven't reviewed it for the site yet. For, so for everybody that's looking for that, that's why I haven't reviewed it for the site yet. That major content patch is supposed to add in a lot of stuff the game should have launched with. And, okay. and maybe I should have just went ahead and wrote the review as is, because you're paying $60 for an incomplete game of Street Fighter V, essentially. But uh, to get back on track, like... Pokin has a ton of features. You can get money, upgrade your avatar, fight online in leagues. There's a single-player league you can work your way up through the ranks on. Um, you can you can upgrade, like, as you play, your Pokemon gain experience and level up, and you can choose to put it to put their skill points into, like, strength or defense or synergy. That's and you cool. can go back in after the fact and rearrange how all those skill points are distributed. Yeah, I didn't know that. I love that. that. Yeah. So you can and get then, three or four different power type Pokemon, and then you can match them up skill wise however you want it. So you have three or four different fighting styles for your power Pokemon. Yeah. And I think the support Pokemon are really neat too. Mm hmm. It gives a lot of variety to it. You get to see some of those Pokemon that we didn't get to play with actively. Yeah. Right. Which is Lapras cool. Lapras is so cool. And all of the different um, backup Pokemon, whatever they're called. Um, they all have different reasonings. You can get one that it'll be available really quickly in the game or during a fight match, or you'll have one that takes a little bit longer to get and it's going to have a stronger move or yeah. it'll have a more um, a wider move that'll reach farther. Yeah. yeah like, I've beat the first Pokemon. So the gyms, there are like four different gyms you can beat or four different leagues and you have to beat the gym leaders and all that sort of stuff. And uh, after I beat the green gym, the, the very first gym, uh, it gave me um, Umbreon and Espeon as my two as my two very Pokemon. So, <laughs> yeah, nice. it's I'm really digging it so far. That's good. I I really got to pick it up. Uh, <laughs> I just I want to know. Uh, but speaking crazy. speaking about uh, Pokemon, I'm actually going to be featured on the original gamers podcast. I don't know if any of you guys listen to that mm-hmm. podcast, but Patrick's on it. Our sound guy. And I was invited to go on it and talk about Pokemon. So you'll be able to turn into that. Yeah, several other GUGers out there. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. Uh, And for what I've been geeking out about this week, I want to just kind of continue into Pokemon because that's been my big thing too. Um, I played it the last couple days, haven't gotten a lot of gameplay in it. First thing I want to say just for everyone who's listening, when you get the game, you're going to choose a Pokemon. You can change that almost immediately. I was really worried because I don't. I didn't look up the game at all before I got it. Uh, you choose your character, and you can kind of customize him a little bit, and then you choose your Pokemon. And it seems like that's going to be your starter Pokemon. If you played a Pokemon game, that's what your mind, where your mind's yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
I was thinking I would have to fight a Pokemon to gain it. So you'd have to fight to gain your entire roster. That is not the yeah. case. You can get it immediately. Uh, That's good. I got to echo kind of what Joe said. The, the characters are kind of weird to me. It doesn't feel like a fighting game to me yet. And maybe that's because I haven't gone through the tutorial. It feels like you're controlling a Pokemon. You're yeah. in the fighting the RPG. But is that a your... bad thing? Not a bad thing. Just a different thing from what I thought. When I was saying that I think that all the Pokemon should have been fighting types and then had subtypes and that would have been really cool, I still think that would have been awesome to see. And I think Tekken could have gone with that and gone really far. But it would not have been the same game that this is, I don't feel like. You're not doing punches and kicks, which I kind of like. When you go to your moveset, there isn't a punch or a kick button. There is, like, the shadow ball for Gengar. I'm a Geng- I am play Gengar. Um, but your regular punch is a shadow ball. And all of your characters are going to have that to where it's an actual Pokemon move every yeah. single time. There's not just a hit, which I thought was really sweet. Uh, like, cool to call back and look at all the moves that the Pokemon can actually learn. And then put them in the game like that. Um, and not just as super moves, but as normal things. Yeah. One thing that I thought was really particularly interesting, when we were fighting last night, Cody, you got Blaziken, <laughs> I was Pikachu. We were both yeah. level one. We hadn't played either of those characters at all. Right. He got me into a couple of combos real early that took about half my health out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Pikachu was super weak. But Pikachu is so fast that I was able to come back on him Pretty devastatingly. I mean, and, yeah. and it's not, it was just, I didn't know what to expect. And I don't <laughs> think Cody did either. No. But. Yeah. And you're definitely going to have varying speeds. I feel like, because P- you played his regular Pikachu, so he was standard. Yes. I can't imagine what Pikachu Libre is like. Yeah. Because I haven't played him, yeah. and he's actually a speed character. I've been playing as Gengar, as I said, and Gengar is pretty slow, and the power ones are really slow, I've noticed. Uh, I played as Blaziken. Sense. I don't know where he's at on the roster. Um, for like style, fighting style wise, but Blaziken, the reason that I got you right away is because I was playing slow Gengar, and Blaziken was way faster than Gengar is. Oh yeah. And so when yeah. I started doing combos, I could just like get into them. Um, I need to get better at the combos or at the counters. I've learned. Yeah. <laughs> I was really worried. I was a big issue for me is like Joe saying how much health you can take if you get into a combo set. You can take up to half their life. I feel yeah. like the life bars are almost cut in half from mo- like most games. Well, and it depends on the Pokemon you get, too. Every Pokemon yeah. has different health. Like, Garchomp and Machamp are way sturdier, mm-hmm. but they're also slower. So, Yeah. No, I've seen some gameplay for it, and those combos, yeah, they just eat away at your at your health. But if you can, like, get out a combo um, for that your enemy's, like, getting you, um, or if you could just, like, hit combos back i mean yeah it, it kind of looks like at least in the gameplay i saw it's almost all in the combos and all in the way of like how can you hit them the hardest the most amount of times and then there's also the burst moves or whatever those are yeah um and if you, right. you gotta hit those burst. yeah so it looks really interesting i'm excited to get it whenever i get it and i'm gonna have to play against you guys and probably yeah. lose but it'll still be fun <laughs> <laughs> but the online was flawless i didn't see any lag or anything like that so mm-hmm. I'm super impressed. I got matches right away, which is amazing for me. I haven't played Wii U for a while, but when I used to try online stuff, it would take forever to get a match. So Yeah. Awesome. That that all seems super solid. Yeah. We've been talking enough on that. Uh, Final say, I like it. Joe, you seem to like it. So far, yeah. Ellie will like it. (laughs) I will definitely like it, I'm sure. Uh, And also, things I've been geeking out about, I did watch Daredevil. I watched one episode. Um, I kind of gave my thoughts on that already. I like it. I'm really excited to see Punisher. I got to see him kind of at the end. 
Um, but you don't get to really know who he is yet. Um, it's the same same Daredevil, I feel like. It's the very same feeling. It doesn't feel like the two seasons are different in any way, except that the story has progressed. Uh, and House of Cards, still going strong. Uh, I have two more episodes left. Uh, we were going to try to finish them out last night, but we were knew we could only get one more instead of both, and I refused to watch that show one episode before the finale because <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to do it. You're going to... Yeah. <laughs> but that's it for me. Uh, so I guess we can go into like the news stuff going on in the geek and Christian world. Yeah, let's, let's do it. it. Don't say what I'm going to say. <laughs> Jinx Yomi <laughs> Soda. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And Joe, why don't you take us into gaming? All right. So uh, first, we're going to follow up a little bit on the news that we presented last week. You know, Microsoft had come out and said, hey, we want uh, Sony to possibly work with us on cross-platform play. We think that would be really cool. And Sony kind of responded back now, and they've said, we've been doing that since the PlayStation 2 uh, with Final Fantasy XI. We've been working with publishers. And it would be kind of cool, yeah. But it's it's not really going to be as easy as we think it is, you know. And then the the guys from Rocket League were like, "We got it, like we already yeah, know done. how to do this." Yeah. So <laughs> this indie that, developer, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it all figured that, that out. Sony initially footed the bill to to get their game out there. You know, I mean, I'm sure that there was a that game was a PlayStation Plus game when it first came out, and it blew up. Yeah. yeah. And it just recently came out to the Xbox One in the last month or two. And it's it's doing gangbusters on the Xbox One, too. Like, mm-hmm. Wildly popular game. They're making still it play a it. sport. Yeah. It's it's great. And so the Rocket It sounds like Rocket League's totally ready to rock and roll. That's good. Because like, I know a lot of people, when they first heard about the news of possible uh, like crossovers with uh, PS4 and Xbox One, a lot of people talked straight up, straight up just about rocket league like oh yeah let's play rocket league with people so i think a lot of people are still happy to hear that rocket league um is still you know that, that he has everything figured out yeah because <laughs> that almost seems like every every like anything that everyone cares for so right yeah. um one of the things that i'm also really uh unsure about sony has come out and said that they are going to make a more powerful playstation the playstation 4.5 and 4.5 yeah I'm not really sure. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense since they're getting ready to release their VR headset. Mm-hmm. You know, they announced the price point for that. Um, that's going to be like what four hundred dollars? I think total three eighty something. I can't remember exactly, but ah. <laughs> way cheaper than the Oculus or the Vive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you know, it's going to be required that you have a, a PlayStation. And I, the thing that really stood out to me about that is. This comes right on the tail end of Microsoft making a very similar announcement. Like, hey, we're going to make it so you can start upgrading your hardware. Mm-hmm. You know, adding components and things. And now Sony's like, oh, we got a new one coming too. Yeah, we're doing it too. Surprise! <laughs> I'm going to be really upset if I can't trade in my PS4 for a PS4.5 easily. Similar to what Nintendo did with the 3DS and the new 3DS. Yeah. You could turn it in and get $100 back. I I'm paid sure. money for PS4. I was loyal and bought it as soon as it came out. If they upgraded on me and are like, sorry, nothing we can do. Thanks for being a loyal supporter. I'm going to be very upset with them. No. Honestly, what I think will probably happen is that Sony's going to say tough cookies. Um, 
GameStop will probably offer some sort of special deal, mm-hmm. you know, because it's to their benefit to do something like that. But I don't mm-hmm. anticipate Sony themselves caring at all. That's rough. That's, I've been I saying, mean, though, for a long time, having upgradable hardware, I think, is the future of consoles. You can get to a point where you can do, you know, upgrade your video cards or whatever you need to do in the hardware itself. Stop having PS4s, but having the PlayStation and the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And then you upgrade it as you go uh, because you can w- take people's money easier that way and more quickly, I guess, um, more often, more frequently. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. The real issue there, though, is that the people that can't afford to stay up with the hardware changes, mm-hmm. you are going to split your user base. That's true. But I and think like it's going to be no different than having a PS3 to a PS4. It'll be kind of progressive. So anyone who couldn't afford a PS4 now... You know, they're still playing their PS3. So you'll have that old school. You'll just have that old console. We're going to the same issue. I think we're just having different thoughts on it. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. I'd love to see. I'm curious how it'll play out. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll just have to see. Hmm. Um, Moving on from that, though, we'll go ahead and, and start tackling the pull list. Something that comes out this week. I didn't realize this was coming out so soon, but the Fallout 4, the first DLC for that season pass, Automatron, is going to be out by the time you all hear this. Are you excited for it? I am. I have uh, have Fallout 4 downloaded onto my system. The problem (laughs) at this point is that I'm 50 hours into the division. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, there's a lot of other games that you got to play. Pokemon Tournament and Dark Souls right. 3 comes out in a couple weeks. And you already got Black Desert, which is already just on the back burner. Yeah. <laughs> auto fishing, auto fishing. Yeah. I don't know how excited I am for Fallout 4's DLC. I haven't finished the game yet, and that, that might be part of it. That may be. <laughs> but I just like, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm kind of over the game finally, which is fine with me. <laughs> but that's why um, they're releasing this now. People right. start getting over the game, you're going to yank them back in with the DLC. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm you're getting tired of it? Wait, we got DLC. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not super excited about building robots, and I'm not super excited about having robots instead of, like, Death Claws um, trying to kill me. Because it's going to bring robots into the field everywhere, which is cool. I get it. I just, uh, I don't know. I'm not super stoked like I thought I'd be. I yeah. am excited for Far Harbor. And which means I probably have to get all three of these DLCs sooner or later. Far Harbor um, is the big one, right? Yeah. That's it's the, the one I care about more than any. I, I don't really care about any of the other stuff they've announced. Right. It that's seems just like one. more stuff to do besides the story that's just kind of like building and grinding. Yeah. yeah. But I, I've got a buddy that uh, has literally finished, he, he platinumed the game. Okay. So he went back and did every single split story, and I don't think he cares one way or another about any of the DLC. He might care about Far Harbor when it comes out, mm-hmm. but beyond that, he's not interested in any of the other stuff they're doing. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's going to be out uh, by the time you all hear this. Also coming out this week to PC, Mac, and so on, Day of the Tentacle Remastered. So... Folks that have been around for a while and enjoy the point-and-click adventures, or people that are just now kind of getting their feet under them, getting into point-and-click adventures, Day of the Tentacle is widely recognized as one of the best in that genre of all time. Okay. Oh. 
And so that remastered version is coming out this week to PC and Super Mac. Cartoony. It is, yeah. Interesting. So you know the what was the one that got kick started a few years ago that got so much press? You played as uh, Elijah Wood voiced one. He voiced the boy in the story, and then there was a girl's story that you could flip and play between as well. My brain is know. not operating. Patrick, pick me up. Broken Age, yeah, Broken Age. Broken Age, that's yeah, I remember that. So Broken Age was kind of their effort to revive the point-and-click adventure genre, which I feel like it has successfully done, leading to well, and I guess The Walking Dead has has been a big part of that as well. Um, but this is this is one of their classics, and so yeah, bringing this back is it's a big deal for them. Uh, also coming out this week is Trackmania Turbo. That's coming out to the PS4, PC, and Xbox One. Trackmania is a racing game where people can design their own courses and basically just do really crazy stuff. Um, I don't know how that's going to work on the PS4 and Xbox One because the PC community has mod- modded the crazy trash out of that game over mm-hmm. the years. So we'll see. Uh, Republic. Episode 5, I believe, is releasing this week, and that's kind of an episodic stealth action game. Uh, It actually got its start on mobile devices, Uh and so I haven't had a chance to try this yet. When I found out it was episodic, I kind of decided not to pick it up until it was all fully released, and this may signal that, so I may look into this. I'm not sure yet. The main character looks like Spider-Gwen. Yeah, kind of does. Her face doesn't Spider-Gwen. have problem. her uh, her ho- white hoodie. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of a you know stick it to the man anti-establishment we're being oppressed sort of thing you know rise up. Uh yeah, that can make sense. Republic. Uh, also coming out this week, 101 days days, 101 ways to die. Now this kind of reminds show? me. What's that? Wasn't that a sounds like, sounds like Final Destination. <laughs> Yeah, are you thinking of that movie where Ways to Die in the West or something? The no, there's a TV show movie? that was like, they had a countdown of all these ways people died. It was on Spike. Oh, that's super morbid. Not Final Destination? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, a, it was like a educational show. Okay. Educational? <laughs> well, this one is basically, you're going you're gonna to be given a level, you got to set up traps, and then these, auto- these autonomous creatures are going to try to work their way to the end of the level, and you have to stop them with your traps. Kind of reminds okay. oh. me a little bit of Orcs Must Die, but I don't believe you have any personal agency. You know, in Orcs Must Die, you set up all the traps and stuff, but you were also standing there shooting your guns and crossbows and stuff. Yeah, it kind of sounds like a version of like one of those castle defending games. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. yeah, very much so. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, if you're into rally racing games, Sebastian Loeb Rally Evo is coming to the Xbox One this week. And for your retro RPG kick, Dragon Fantasy, The Black Tome of Ice is also coming out. Side thing, mm-hmm. it was a thousand ways to die. No way. Uh, okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> well. yeah, I had to quite figure it out. It's freaking me out. All right, go ahead. Um, also coming out this week <laughs> is another trading card game, kind of like Hearthstone, but it's called Chronicle RuneScape Legends. Now, RuneScape is a game that's been around for years. Yeah. My childhood. RuneScape. <laughs> I don't imagine this is going to... I mean, who knows? The CCG crowd is always looking for something new, so who knows? But 
you know, Hearthstone, I feel like, has kind of a chokehold on that, that uh, in the digital genre. space right now. Yeah, For those definitely. of you who don't know what RuneScape is, it was World of Warcraft for those of us who didn't have money. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's totally accurate. <laughs> um, and finally, coming out this week, is a, a point-and-click adventure called Somarost 3. I'm really confused why they're releasing this the same weekend or the same week as Day of the Tentacle Remastered. That seems like a real bad idea. <laughs> well, that's too bad for them. What is it? It is a point and click adventure. Um, and okay. it's the third in a series, but Day of the Tentacle it looks like cool. I'm, I'm sure it has a, a strong following. I mean, they wouldn't have made a third one and released it if, if not, but. The character looks out of place, but the background, the scenery is amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, anyways. Um, also coming out this week, finally, for the Nintendo 3DS, we're getting uh, a few games that, from what I saw on IGN, specifically said new Nintendo 3DS. I don't know if IGN just has that listed as their platform now instead of 3DS, but we're going to be getting Super Mario Kart, the... the uh, the Super Nintendo version on this okay. Oh, okay. Donkey Kong Country and Earthbound. Earthbound would be cool. I haven't played Earthbound. Ooh. Okay, they're all SNES virtual console games. Our oh, new cool. 3DS only. Oh, really? Weird. Okay, so Patrick gave us a little bit of insight. I didn't realize that. All you really Nintendo need that C stick for a Super Nintendo game. Dang it. <laughs> well, I guess new I can't DS play them. Only. Um. Also coming out to the new 3DS this week is uh, that Legend of Zelda game. My brain has my brain has just keeled uh, over, and I did not put it in my notes which this week. One? Hyrule Warriors. It's coming out. Oh to yeah, 3DS. that's Legends. coming out. Hyrule Warriors Legend. Yeah, so I guess it's yeah. probably a a mobilized version. Okay, but that's it for uh, video games this week. Awesome. awesome. You also said what I said. I did. Jinx, you owe me a soda. <laughs> no. <love> Coke. <laughs> if I see you there. If I see you, you got to bring me a Coke. I'm just kidding. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about anime, I guess, because there's some cool news for those of you who like Attack on Titan. And if you like Attack on Titan, I feel like if you're one of those really big fans, you probably already know this, but there's an anime called Can Cabanery of the Iron Fortress. And it's not going to be as popular because you can't pronounce it. <laughs> but uh, apparently it's already been made. It's going to be streaming to Amazon Prime. Uh, that's been the big news. I'm going to check it out, I think, because I have Prime for shipping reasons. And I have Prime as well. That seems like a really strange... That seems like a really strange decision to make. But at the same time, they've recently announced that... Uh, did Cody freeze? I don't. I think he did. <laughs> yeah, he totally froze. Got it. <laughs> I'll go ahead and finish what I was going to say. That seems like a really strange thing to to bring something. Kendrick figured that Daddy couldn't ever figure out to the edit. Where did we leave off? You got through all the gaming stuff, right, Joe? Oh, yes. you're talking about Attack on we Titan. Talking you're talking about that and thing. So I'll I'll follow up one more time if if it's okay, uh, kind of pick up where I left off. Okay. Okay. So what I was saying is, 
It, it seems super weird that they would put an anime solely on Amazon as its primary streaming service, but they also just announced recently, like today or yesterday, that uh, they were finally bringing Doctor Who back, and it's only going to be streaming on Amazon. But that we're going to have the newest season in September, and you know the husbands of River Song, uh, the week after the season airs. So it seems like Amazon is doing more to try to position themselves as a legitimate streaming service as well. Yeah. I don't know where you guys left off at. I'm okay, so <laughs> you, you had talked about the anime being streamed solely on. Okay, uh, you guys got. That. I didn't know what you guys got. Yeah, cool. That's where we were at. Okay. Um, you could just go into movies. That's cool. Y- yes. Yeah. No, go ahead. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm confused. And if we go into movies, it goes into a new <laughs> segment, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. Okay. So that's fine. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So that's really cool. Uh. So let's just go right into movies. Um. So there isn't actually a lot. Uh, going on for movies, there's this new trailer for Ben-Hur. I guess that's a movie that's coming out. The trailer looks actually really, really good. Have you ben heard of the like, It's like I'm, 70 or 80 years old. Okay, maybe not I that don't old. I know it. I just, <laughs> it looks 70 or 80 years old. I saw yeah. the trailer and I didn't know it was it was from another thing. I thought it took place in like Moses' time. I don't know why it, I thought that. Maybe because he's a slave, and I was like, oh, so it's the slaves of Egypt. Um, one, of, one of the things that, that very much places it in a specific time, did you notice it in the... Yeah. Jesus Christ Jesus. is on the cross. That's what in a like, scene in the right time zone. Right. Oh, and time era. That was one of the things that was such a standout thing about the 1925 version as well. It was, For those of you who don't know, it is about a man who, he was a noble man, no, noble Jew, and he gets betrayed by his brother who's a Roman soldier, and ends up being a slave. And from the trailer, it seems, I haven't watched the original, I knew about it, I knew it was a thing. Uh, from the trailer, it seems like he goes into some gladiator stuff to try to fight his brother and get himself out of slavery. slavery. He's a chariot racer. Okay. Yeah. So like Gladiator See, yeah, I, with experience instead of... I had not yeah. heard about it at all, so... I think it looks know. awesome. Morgan Freeman's in it, and I feel like that's all you have to say. Morgan Freeman <laughs> with dreads. Yeah! It, it does look really good. It looks, I'm, yeah. I'm stoked. I was really surprised at how quality it looks, because I knew it was a Christian movie. Um, but from what I've heard, it's not a super Christian movie. It just has Christian aspects kind of as a afterthought because of the time era that it's in it just kind of makes sense to throw it in there naturally which is good right mm-hmm. so yeah that's looking really interesting also some other news about new tomb raider movie and apparently daisy ridley who is ray in star wars was yeah. thinking that she kind of wants to be the tomb raider <laughs> so i think that she might happen well yeah, it's just it's it's usually when actors or actresses kind of ask to to play a part, they usually aren't. Because I remember right. when Ronda Rousey asked to be a Supergirl, or was it? It was Supergirl, um, right? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, yeah. I don't think that's actually happening. So, 
but I that'd be not. interesting. Bad casting choice. Did. I just, yeah, I mean, she, I feel like her, her, she would look the part, but I doubt she can actually act. So I don't know how that would go at all. <laughs> we haven't really seen her acting. This is kind of a. She's seen her beating people before. up. She's yeah, but it's very like short lines. We haven't gotten to see how much she can act, how well she can act yet. Yeah. yeah. So true, but I mean, obviously we've seen Daisy Ridley act, so she could probably yeah. be the Tomb Raider really well. It's just up to the people making the movie, I guess. And I would assume the scheduling conflict, she says she's up for the scheduling of having two movies at the same time. I don't see a producer being okay with the scheduling conflicts. If you're not there when they need you, it's going to be really annoying trying to work around you. I can see if she was a side character in Star Wars, but the fact that she's a main yeah, character. Yeah, it's, it's being a main character in two uh, franchises at the same time is really hard. You can't really do that. So, but maybe she can't. We'll see. I guess we'll just have to wait on it. I suppose. Uh, so going right into the poll list, there's only there's like nothing coming out. But what is coming out is big. So Batman versus Superman, John Justice. Yeah. That's the <sighs> movie. That's the thing coming out on Friday. So deep bleed. You're gonna have. Are to you gonna see that. it this week? I probably won't be able to see it this week. Okay. Um, I also haven't seen. I haven't seen Man of Steel yet, so I feel like I should at least watch that first. But Okay, yeah, you should definitely should. I want to see an IMAX 3D, and the fact that I want to watch it in IMAX 3D means that I don't want to watch it as soon as possible, because those theaters are always super full, yeah. and I like to be kind of alone. So I'll probably see it um, in a couple weeks, but I'm super stoked about it. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. Yeah. We we said in the community page, two week moratorium on spoilers. Yep. Get it's just coming courtesy. Your battle stations. Don't uh, spoil something for a couple weeks. People are inherently so simple. stinky to one another sometimes. Yeah. Don't be stinky to one another. Res- respect the other people that haven't had a chance to see the movie yet. Yeah. It's just common sense. Yeah, so... <laughs> Batman Superman. That's huge. Um, but that's the only real movie that I saw coming out of the theater that's really interesting. For Blu-ray, the only thing I found interesting was Mockingjay Part 2. Uh, they're also... So they're okay. releasing Mockingjay Part 2, and since that's the last movie to be put on Blu-ray for the series, they're also releasing a Forbes film, Hunger Games Collection, which that's is... Cool. Makes sense, and it'll get them yeah. money. So, Yeah. There's that. I'm curious it's to see weird. where yeah. Jennifer Lawrence goes now that that season, series is over. Yeah. I. It's a little weird finally seeing The Hunger Games come to a close. She still uh-huh. has an X-Men movie to play in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. She's got to be Mystique. And they're kind of rebooting that in its weird way. Yeah. Ugh. Um... So, yeah, if you are a big fan of Hunger Games you don't have the movies already... Go get that four film collection if that's something you're into. And that's it for Blu-rays. Yeah. The natural progression for movies is TV. Some exciting news. Jeremy Renner wants to play Hawkeye in a Netflix show. Would you guys watch that? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. think it'd be I, cool to see a Hawkeye smart. show. Or because Black Widow. Arrow is already out. Yeah. I, I'm going to watch it no matter what. I'm glued to Marvel. Marvel has my money. 
Um, and I have Netflix. So I would watch it either way. I don't want to show that back because we have Arrow. And I was, obviously, Jeremy Renner stayed truer to his character than Arrow has, where he's got that quippy humor, and that would be fun. But I would love to see a Netflix movie. I that think that's cool. a situation they really haven't added to yet, where it's not big enough for the big screen, but still high enough profit for uh, you know, movie. I, I would love to see them put a lot of focused funds into a movie and have kind of a halfway between the movies and the TV shows that they've been doing uh, fi- financially. I feel like I Netflix is... Cool. Go ahead, Shelly. Oh, no, I just said I thought that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I feel like Netflix has proven that they can turn a Marvel uh, license into a really cool Netflix series. And I, Definitely. I, I think Hawkeye is a character worth having his own series. I yeah. only worry about them putting him in a dark situation because that's what Netflix has been doing with their oh yeah that's other true. series. But I think I think Hawkeye could do it. I think Hawkeye, as a show, if they do it right and they keep him true to his character, uh, would be really cool. I would love to see some Agents of Shield stuff start to pop in there, even though they've been weird about Coulson being alive in the movies. But. <laughs> I would love to see that. Get some Scarlett um, Johansson cameos. They they could do it really well. Um, yeah. I think there's definitely a story there to tell. Yeah, because, I mean, you see his character in Avengers, and he's definitely an interesting character, but they don't really go into his story. They don't really go into what he does um, mm-hmm. outside of avenging. Avenging? Being an Avenger. <laughs> Being Avenging. <laughs> what are you doing today? I'm Avenging. I'm Avenging. I still say... I would love to see, and people would probably be mad about this because they want a Black Widow solo movie, but a Black Widow movie with uh, Hawkeye as a guest or whatever, as a secondary character, would be great. I think yeah, it would be fantastic. Like, I mean, they, they've they talked about how they've gone on like missions together in the past. Let's just see something from the past of them together in it. I think that'd be interesting. I think he'd be a great support supporting role, which I'm sure Jeremy Renner doesn't want to be a supporting role all that bad anymore, but... <laughs> He wants his own show. A great movie to watch. Uh, and from exciting news to not exciting news at all, of Kings and Prophets has been canceled, and I've been trying to read to figure out if that meant that it was canceled by the end of the season, but it seems like it's it's canceled, canceled, and I can only watch two episodes of the show, and that's all. Uh, they didn't even make it to sixteen episodes. That's really yeah. sad. It hurts. Okay. I really, if they've got them filmed, I would love for them to put them online. Um, because what's the hurt in doing that if they're already done? But uh, I just, I'm super sad. I thought it was an amazing show. I know a lot of people hate it. But I think it's what a lot of Christians have been asking for. And they got what they were asking for. And they were like, whoa, this is too much. So, um, I don't know. I'm disappointed. I thought it was great. Joe, did you ever get to check it out? I did not. I have not watched the second episode yet. I only watched the first one. I will watch the second, hopefully, if they don't take it down. Yeah. Uh, really, really disappointed, though. This is what happens. Christians can't have... We can't have nice things! <laughs> we can't have quality TV because it's too dark and gritty. You want the fun, fluffy Disney... I'll stop. I'm done. Uh, and there's nothing coming out for TV uh, as of right now Uh, all the series like I said last week I think 
have come out. Daredevil's come out, and that's all that everyone really cared about for Netflix. Um, so Netflix does have a few releases, but nothing really worth mentioning. It's like Yu-Gi-Oh! and stuff. Yu-Gi-Oh! Going on for that. Move. Real quick, and then we're going to close out the show. Um, we did get one Twitter message, and if people want to talk to us on Twitter, you can always use the hashtag GUGCast. Uh, the question, though, was why... Pretty much, it was, why is there no love for comic books in the Christian community? Um, and I think the reason for that is because when it comes... What do you guys think about comic books? Why do you think Christian comic book geeks aren't as represented as other Christian geeks? And my big reasoning for this, I'm just going to answer real quick, is uh, I think that we have created the Christian like geek culture in a way. That, I mean, it's definitely been there, but we've brought it to a focus, Geek Soda Grace has. And... Uh, not enough of us are on staff are into comics, and we need to be. So if you would like to write for us and write about comics, I think it's a very important piece of Christian um, geekery. Uh, just one that we haven't represented as well as we could be. So you can always email Casey Covell. Uh, I think it's Casey Covell at geeksandergrace.com and tell her you, you want to write for on, Yeah, you can find her on Facebook too. Definitely find her on Facebook, and that's probably the best place if you can do that. But I don't want to put her on blast on the podcast. So, I, either way, um, we definitely yep. need more comic books. I think you guys be agree. Be the change, right? You want more representation? There, be the representation. <laughs> be that yeah. guy. Be that girl. Do it. I will so, say, if this guy is listening, I had a friend who was amazed that we didn't follow up on comic books as much as we do for being a geek website. Well, and I was going to say, I know there's a guy that used to write video games for us that is a huge fan of comics. And on his own personal Facebook page, he, you know, he goes through his haul every week. Okay. And, and he writes his own personal thoughts on his Facebook page about how that affects, you know, things like how, how Spider-Gwen uh, is going to affect his daughters things like that. Oh, very cool. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. uh, it's definitely something I think is a a worthy uh, thing for us to cover, but like that's never been one of my th- that's not one of the sectors of geekery I've ever been into, you know. Right. Same. Yeah. And there have been gamer geeks and anime geeks represented separately on their own sites. That are very popular. Uh, I'm gonna just give them a shout out. Game Church and Beneath the Tangles, uh, just to name a couple of them. Or right off the top of my head, I mean, Geeks and Grace is the only ones that are really doing all things geek, and so I definitely put probably more of a responsibility than I should on us for when it comes to representing Christian geekery. But uh, that's our thing. So I, I definitely think it's something we need to be working on, and I love that you called us out on it because that means that we're going to start working on it, hopefully. Um, like I said, we got to find writers who want to do it. But that being said, no, 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 no. But we talked enough tonight about everything going on in the geek world. We talked a lot about poking. Patrick was trying to hurry us up because we got kind of into poking that. Poking your face. Loving poking. I'm probably going to be playing that after this or watching House Cards. I don't know yet. But Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games and Righteous Fury G. Or find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Righteous Fury Gaming. And how about you, uh, Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. You can find me on Twitch uh, at ShellShock24. 
I'm doing terrible at Twitter, guys. Please message me. <laughs> I remember a long time ago I said I'd have like a weekly tweet or something. I haven't kept that up at all, so uh, I apologize. It's such it's so hard to route one tweet a week. It's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can find me at youtube.com slash armor cody, Twitter at Cody Armor, and on Snapchat. I've been trying to up my Snapchat game. Snapchat Not been very good at it so far. But uh you can find me on Snapchat with Cody Armor as well. Um, also, my Facebook profile picture right now is my Snapchat ghost. So, if you're having a hard time finding me, you can find me on Facebook, Cody Armor, and it's the purple Snapchat ghost. Love it. Anyways, keep gaming. Yeah, keep gaming. Keep praying. We're keeping that in. I don't care. God bless. <laughs> Arrivederci. <laughs>
going to be picks. Yeah, what you say is, Hi, my name's Caspian. Go ahead and say it. Hi, my name is Caspian. And you're listening to the Geeks Under Grace podcast. And you're listening to the Geeks Podcast. Geeks Under Grace podcast. Say it louder. Geeks Under Grace podcast. Yeah. All right. I think we got the first part. Say, and you're listening to the Geeks Under Grace podcast. And you're listening to the K-Pop-Rass. No, you can't growl like that. Geeks Under Grace podcast. Geeks Under Grace podcast. All right, now say, and you're listening to the Geeks Under Grace podcast. And you're listening to the Geek Podcast. Say it normal. Go. Hi, my name's Caspian. Hi, my name is Caspian. And you're listening. And you're listening. To the Geeks Under Grace. To the Geeks Under Grace. Podcast. Podcast. Meh. Sometimes it got red.